Welcome to Eclipsed, an Ando Power Hour podcast, where we zap red lightning at people and charge them up. My name is Rachel. And I'm Keisha. No one else is alive, really, so it's the Ando Power Hour. Wah! Wah! Surely! No, welcome to Eclipse, the Heroes podcast, where two old school heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, defend its honor sometimes. You already know my name. <laughs> yeah, same. And and sometimes, you know, like, there's some things that we're going to give it hell for, but it's deserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we are on season three, volume four, episode. That keeps fucking me up more than literally anything else. Every time I go to watch a new one on Netflix, I'm like, season four, yep. <laughs> yep, season three, episode 15, Trust in Blood. One of my all-time favorite episodes. Yeah, good one again. Yep. But before we get into that, we do not have news. However, <laughs> I'm going to read to you a Reddit post I saw the other day <laughs> that I felt needed to be shared and discussed. Yeah, this is this is when the show deserves the hell that it, that we give it. <laughs> um, this is a post by user Murmur322. The title of the post, The Plot Holes Make This Show Literally Unwatchable. Season 3, Episode 8, Villains. The writers retcon a meeting between Siler and Elle. Elle, in an effort to befriend Siler, brings a pie over to his apartment. When Siler asks what type of pie it is, Elle replies, peach. Siler says, my favorite. When we next rejoin the scene, Cell and I... <laughs> Cell, wow. <laughs> when we... What up? <laughs> <laughs> when we next rejoin the scene, Siler and Elle are sitting on the floor of his apartment with a mostly eaten lemon meringue pie sitting on the floor between them. What's more, in addition to not being the type of pie the script called for, three-fourths of the pie is missing. That means Siler and Elle must have eaten three pieces each of lemon meringue with a very thick <laughs> meringue layer on top. If this had been a normal peach pie, I would have thought they ate too much of it. Hell, three pieces of peach pie sounds like a damn good breakfast to me. But lemon meringue, that layer of sugar on top is a lot for the human stomach. Three pieces is entirely too much for anybody to eat in one sitting. I guarantee that both characters had diarrhea after eating so much of the dessert. Edit. I should have saved this post for pie day. <laughs> yeah, because when you showed it to me, I, I had to go like, wait, did we miss pie day? Is it, not, is it pie day? And I was like, no, it's not pie day yet. <laughs> no, it is not pie day yet. Uh, well, um, point of order. First of all, they're not human. <laughs> After reading this post, I had to go to the episode and look at the pie. <laughs> and I do think it is a peach pie still. But... It fucking looks like a lemon meringue pie. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like the same pie she was holding. Like, the top looks like a really light crust, which makes it look like a really thick layer of meringue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that looks like a lemon meringue pie. And they did eat three-fourths of the damn pie. And I believe someone... <laughs> you gotta see the joke. You have to see the joke that someone said. Yeah, and if you scroll down, one of the comments is, he had the hunger. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's so yep. good, though. Fuck. 
<clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he what, has what? the hunger, guys. He mm-hmm. ate that whole fucking pie. Yeah. yeah. Ate three-fourths <laughs> of it. Man, I loved it when you shared that to me because I was all ready to get up in my feelings. And then I read it and I was like, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have to put the title in, too. Because I was like, okay, what is this about? Because I think I saw I had like a lot of upvotes and I read it and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, that's a little, uh, little sharing from the Reddit. Good show. Murmur322. Yes. Well done. Well done. So, no news. Let's get into the episode. Yeah, let's let's do it to it, I suppose. All right. Start us off, Keisha. <sighs> oh, man. Well, My Heroes um, on uh, Japanese Netflix did not have a previously. Mine did. Okay. Mine just went pew, right into the action. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We just, we, uh, well, okay. They did have a previously of sorts, but it wasn't like previously on Heroes. It was just showing how we got to this point again. And uh, so it was a, a cut of the plane going down, but without the music overlay. So it was like all the chaos and screaming mm-hmm. and everything. The actual episode begins with Nathan in his little like control room office. And he's on, um, well, he calls someone up. This was uh, 43 hours from the incident in question. There's like a little, little, what would you call that? A cryolon? A little cryolon. That says that. And he calls someone up and he gives us a little exposition about the post-wreck chaos. They've got search teams at the site. We see Hero just hightailing it as he's fired upon by, by these uh, special agents, by these troops. And... He falls off a little cliff into like a like what would you call that like a ditch like yeah a little ditch an overhang like what is what is that geographical you know or like geological uh, term it just reminds me it's like a really great um, possibly intentional homage to when the hobbits are hiding from the riders mm. mm-hmm. it looks a lot like it. Um, because, yeah, he falls down into, like, a little overhang cliff, and he gets pulled up by Matt and Mohinder, who are already there, and they're already hiding. So you have that great shot of them trying to, you know, stay flush to the wall of the, you know, cliff while the troops are up above looking for them. And uh, that's his, this is when uh, it's revealed to the rest of them that Hero's like, yeah, I don't have my powers anymore. And Matt is just, he is just in his face feelings i don't think i've seen him so upset as he is in this moment (laughs) probably because like for the most part you know yeah he's had his issues but he's never had to deal with being on the other side of the law you know like he's never Mm -hmm. had to deal with being on the other side of that sort of scrutiny so he he's just all worked up just like powers alone aren't gonna cut it with these guys they were ready for us and so they have to decide how they're going to hide. What are they going to do? What's the plan? And Mohinder thinks they should go one way. But uh, Matt starts going in another way. And when they, you know, go to follow him, like, where are you going? Kind of thing. He turns around and he's full on, like, white eyed Isaac Mendez vision trance. And it's like, oh, shit, guess we should follow him, I guess. So they, just, <laughs> they do that. They don't really have anything else they can do. So they, they follow Matt. So 
Um, this is just kind of how it does. Like, the way that the episode is edited, we just kind of keep popping in to the different parts of the, the crash survivors. So it's, like, the crash survivors on the run, and then you've got, like, Claire and her issues, and then, like, the Siler stuff. It's, like, three different things. Um, mm-hmm. So going off into that, we see Peter and Claire are running off together. And who should pop up from out of fucking nowhere in the scene again? <laughs> but that asshole from last week, Noah Bennett. <laughs> My boy. And, yeah, huh? And... <laughs> He's fully aiming his gun at Peter. Like, he's got him dead to rights. And Claire is just like, what the hell, you know? And, and Peter's just full on egging him on, kind of like, you're going to shoot me in front of your daughter, really? And Noah just keeps saying, like, this is more complicated than you know. He's being very, like, there's more at work here. There's bigger things to play. You all need to just <laughs> fall in line, basically. Peter calling him out gets him to not fire. And Peter skedaddles. And Claire turns around on Noah and she's like, people are going to know what happened here. And Noah's like, you're wrong. No one's going to know a thing. And when we see that is because behind them, the sight of the actual wreckage of the plane is being fired upon by missiles. Somebody ordered an airstrike to destroy the evidence. Hmm. heroes. Cover up land. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this whole first part takes place at night, like, immediately after the crash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, like, at night, and then, uh, yeah, because it's, it's getting late. It's it's going to be morning soon, but yeah, it's just super late at night. <clears throat> yeah. And Nathan did the previously on Heroes for the version I saw. Yeah, that's why I wanted to mention that I didn't have one, because I was like, oh, I think he's supposed to do it, though, so you, so you probably heard him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, speaking of Nathan, how's, uh, you know, how's... How's he doing? <laughs> well, we cut back to that like 43 hours later, but it doesn't say that. But the whole episode is mm. pretty much Nathan talking to someone on the phone and we get to see what's happened previously. Mm-hmm. So he's on the phone in building 26 and we see behind him they have this like board with like faces of familiar people and he continues his conversation. He says that Danko was in his face the second he hit the ground. So this is the first confirmation of who Danko is. Yeah, this is the hunter's name. Mm -hmm. And we find out, because Nathan is very upset about it, that Danko is the one who authorized the airstrike. And he's like, listen, when that crash happened, they they went from like a transport mission to everyone being rebranded as terrorists. And Nathan's like, no, you have to listen to me. They're supposed to be in custody. And Danko's like, look, you have a rabid dog. You don't put it in chains. You put it down. Your mm-hmm. daughter turned a simple transport into a national security emergency. And Nathan's like, Ugh, I'll, I'll deal with my daughter. Like, don't you tell me what to do. I love the, like, power struggle between these two from the jump. Mm-hmm. You get a real good idea of who Danko is. <laughs> yep. In this episode uh, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like... Remember how in past episodes I've called uh, Noah kind of racist against specials? Well, now you get to meet a guy who actually is. Mm -hmm. Danko is Noah cranked up to like 11. Danko is Noah without the family and the heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He's he's one dangerous motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love so much that like ostensibly one of the big bads of the season is just a normal person. 100%. 100%. That's so cool. So, speaking of heart, let's go f- see what Peter's doing. <laughs> he's uh, 
it's daylight and he's still running. And he runs right past Tracy, who is sitting on the ground. He's like, Tracy? And she's like, I am tired of running. I don't, I just want to be back home. Why is Nathan <laughs> doing this to us? Uh, I just want to oh, give honey. up. And Peter's like, listen, don't just give up. Come with me and we'll fight this. You know, we can fight this. So it's, it's just a little scene between those two, kind of like setting up for their stuff later. And instead, we will go to Matt Mohinder and Hero now. And Matt has what led an them. Interesting trio. It is. Yeah. We get a little House of M back. <laughs> I know. I love how their dynamic just immediately falls together again. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, they fucking live together. And they got the addition of Hero. So they have followed Matt to this, like, trailer. And we can see that Matt sees Usutu. And Usutu's, like, pointing, like, get in this trailer. And Matt breaks into it. And Hero's all, what is he doing? We're not thieves. <laughs> we're heroes we're not thieves <laughs> and matt comes out with markers and paper and he sits down and starts to draw usutu's like telling him to focus and he draws so mohinder looks around sees a clothesline he's like all right um take these hero we're gonna blend in while we're waiting for him to doodle and hero like is like okay i'm gonna write down their address and i will send money later because <laughs> he's honorable he's not trying to be a thief And they have a little joke where, like, the shirt that Hero looks at first is a Rednecks Make Better Lovers shirt. (laughs) He's like, nope. (laughs) Yep. And that's, like, their little scene there, pretty much. Yeah, this whole, like, Matt legitimately being able to access this ability thing is wild. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a one-off, you know? Like, it just keeps happening. He has a destiny. He's been destined to become a prophet. He is. Focus, Parkman. Mm-hmm. So while Hero is trying to avoid wearing novelty t-shirts in Arkansas, uh, Ando is back in Japan trying to figure out what the hell has happened. Um, and uh, he's on the phone. Okay. This is the bad thing about me watching it on um, Japanese Netflix is um, mm-hmm. I don't think they feel the need to translate when they're speaking Japanese. Um oh. <laughs> So, I've noticed it a couple times. I'm like, I think there's people. I think there's like sub. There's like subtitles here normally. So, would you, would you like me to tell you what he says? So, would you like? Would you tell me what he says on the phone? Because it doesn't say. He's at yeah. He's at a little like bar, and he's like desperately trying to get a ticket to Russellville, Arkansas. Okay. Okay. He's and whoever's on the phone doesn't know of it. And he's like, how can you not know what I'm talking about? Like Arkansas, Clinton, and then whoever's on the phone hangs up. So. That's amazing, Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's become the only bad thing about using a VPN to watch the show, is it's like, they don't subtitle the Japanese because I'm supposed <laughs> to know it, so. I gotcha. Thank you. <laughs> um, Mentally noted yeah. for future. Yep. So. To me, he's just speaking Japanese and then Daphne shows up and I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but as I said, uh, Daphne shows up. And, uh, and I was like, Nemesis, why are you here? And she's like, well, Hero told me about your super secret hideout. <laughs> and, uh, she's concerned because Matt seems to be in trouble. He didn't come home and he didn't call and that's not like him. And so, and I was like, yeah, Hero was taken too. Maybe they both got taken for, you know, a similar reason. Like maybe they're together. I think he was taken to Arkansas because they have GPS trackers, you know? And I thought Taffy's just like, of course you do. <laughs> She's like, these nerds. 
And so he's like, yeah, I've been trying to get to there. And she's like, oh, well, why fly when you can run? And then she grabs him and then zip, they run away. <laughs> Off they go. Woo. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense now with why she said that. Why fly when you can run? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to book a plane ticket. Look, I'd watch it on IMDb, but those ads are going to be the death of me. So, <laughs> If I have to hear Will Arnett talk about Reese's Cups one more time. I'll keep that no. mentally in mind for for the Hero and Ando scenes. Like they usually do talk in Japanese to each other. So Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the first time I think I noticed it was uh, <sighs> something in, in Villains. They were like talking to themselves and I was like, oh, there's no... I don't know what they're saying. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, so we go back to um, Hero and Mohinder, and he's like, You lost your ability. How? And uh, Hero's kind of like, Look, bud, it's complicated. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's complicated. You kind of had to be there. Um, but don't worry, because I'm going to figure it out. And Mohinder's like, What you should do is you should turn yourself in. Because if you just tell them your powers are gone, they may let you go. Because Mohinder's stupid. I don't know if you know this. Um, <laughs> ah, damn. Um, it's not about that anymore, buddy. So, yeah. Uh, Hero was like, he's like, I'm not going to turn and, and, you know, turn myself in. I'm not going to surrender. I'm a warrior. And Mohinder's like, dude, this isn't your fight anymore. Save yourself while you still can. And so like, they're over with Matt now, and Mohinder is finally giving him the reaction he craved from Claire. He's like, when did you learn to draw? <laughs> like, in that classic, like, bitchy Mohinder way. Mm-hmm. Love it. And we see Matt has drawn a bunch of fun new images. Yay, Tim Sailart. But couldn't you argue that it should look totally different because it's a totally different hand doing it? Yeah, yeah it looks similar, but different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that they should have just gotten more than one artist. No, no offense to Tim Sale. It's just different people draw throughout the show. It should look different. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, we see a bunch of images. I went back to try to pause to look at all of them before we like look at them later. Yeah. Um, one is clearly of Daphne taking a bullet in front of the plane wreck. So, ooh, that's not good. Um, another is Hero, and he's in India. And he's standing between a man and a woman. Uh, the other two pieces have a man screaming. He looks like Siler, maybe. I thought um, Peter. Peter, you think? The eyebrows, though. I, I, it's hard to tell, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And then another one that was harder to see, but we see it better later, which is uh, two men with a like a gun, like taking a rifle out of a car, like some serious stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matt kind of comes out of his trance and he's concerned because, hello, hi, remember what I said about Daphne a second ago? And he's concerned the visions are real, so he's going to go back, despite the fact that it's incredibly dangerous and, and um, he's he's got to do it. And Hiro and Mohinder don't really have a better plan, so they just kind of go with him, which I think is great. They're just like, uh, well, okay. <laughs> like, no, nothing, nothing, you know, nothing else we can do. Might as well try to not get Matt killed. <laughs> Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, so little little bit there. I don't know. What do you think about the new uh, the new drawings? Yeah, I would argue that Matt, you might be self fulfilling a prophecy mm. by trying to avoid it. You know. Yep, that's usually what happens on this show. Mm-hmm. So 
that hero one is interesting because it made me remember the storyline that it comes about from. And uh, it's a pretty cool storyline. Yes, I'd completely forgotten about that until I saw the photo. Yep. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like a really great hero as a hero moment. So mm-hmm. that's a fun thing to look forward to. Definitely getting shot less so. Not not very fun. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hopefully we can prevent it. Maybe. Maybe. I guess we'll see. Yeah. S- still not sure about who the screaming man is. No, it looks like a Siler brow, but I'm honestly not sure. But so. the way he had his hands was like peter before he exploded like in season one yeah yeah so i was like is it peter i don't remember <laughs> i yeah i i truly do not know who it's meant to be so. no well we'll check back in i guess later if we see <laughs> and figure yeah, it out maybe they'll like they'll do the thing where they like fade from a painting to a, a scene of action it's like oh it's that mm-hmm. true true meanwhile let's meet a couple new characters Ooh, why not why not it's been a minute so let's go to Jersey. We're going to go to Newark, New Jersey. And we are going to meet Mary and Luke Campbell, a mother and son. And they are getting out of the car and Luke's carrying some groceries. And what they drove past to get home was just a real seam down the street at Samson Gray's house. There's cops there now. And she's just just totally being like, yeah, that's right, Luke. Take a good look, because that's your future if you keep getting in fights at school. Like, you're going to end up like that. Like that creepy old man. Ugh, taxidermy. I never liked him anyway. Just really, really giving it to him. And uh, she goes, I just hope a night in juvie taught you something. I can see it when uh, the camera gets closer to his face, he has, like, what was a shiner on his eye. And uh, he apparently, yeah, he hit some kid at school, and he won't tell her why at first. And then he claims that he hit this kid because the kid called her, his mom, a whore. So he's trying to be like, hey, I was defending you. You're fucking welcome. Little, you know, little tension between the two. They walk into the house and the TV's on. They didn't leave that on. And they can see there's a man sitting upright in a chair in front of the television. They just see the back of his head. So they're like, oh, shit. TV's playing a report. About the crash that isn't supposed to, like, it's not supposed to be a real thing. It's just, like, there's rumors that something happened in Russellville, Arkansas. But there's no, you know, what do you call it, manifest? Mm -hmm. There's no official flight plan for anything to have gone off. Like, it's very, you know, oh, there's all this hearsay, but there's no evidence. Which is exactly what the government wants. And as they walk into the house and get closer... Um, Mary grabs a fire poker to defend herself and her son, and she creeps closer. But when we get to the front, we can see that it's our friends from last week, Special Agent Daniel Simmons, and he's not doing real great. Um, <laughs> he's got duct tape on his mouth. He's stuck to the chair. At first, you can't quite tell how, but, uh... You realize he's got screwdrivers jammed into each hand, keeping him pinned to the arms of the chair. Oh, shit. So Mary is fully taken aback. Like, what the hell is this? And my favorite thing about how Siler enters the scene is he just strolls the fuck in like he was expected company, just making himself at home, looking through their mail. Just like, oh, hey, hi. Yeah, I'm in your house now. (laughs) And so he's like, huh. You're either Mary Campbell or current occupant. Because he's got some of her mail. And she tries to swing the poker at him. And he just flings it aside. 
and he makes her and Luke sit down. And I was going to make a horrible joke about like, uh, fire poker's not going to take him out. This is the wrong Quinto character for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, RIP Chad and Patrick. Um, oh. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. So <laughs> I was like, oh, look, it's a fire poker. Um, so he makes her and Luke sit down and he's like, hey, Special Agent Simmons, say hello like to this guy. Yeah. Meet him. His people trained him super well. He hardly flinched when he lost a finger or two. Wow, what a tough guy. And you can see that he's got, like, a bandage on his hand. It's like he totally, yeah, he cut off his fucking fingers. Jesus, Siler. And he says, you two are going to help me loosen his tongue. He has information that I need. And Daniel's just like, oh, you sick freak, you're going to torture me in front of them? He's like, no, I'm going to torture them in front of you. And then we hear the tick, tick, tick. You know, the little Siler music. And, uh, yeah. So that's what, that's what he's up to while all this plane stuff is going down. Oh, I also love how he just turns off the TV. Like, that's not my storyline. I'm not that concerned. Um, <laughs> like, I'm focusing on this. Like, this is about me. This is about not me, that. like everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I heard your phone. I know. I just turned to, I looked at like, fuck. One moment, please. I'm mute my phone. It's, it's Rebel. <laughs> it's Rebel. We're not there yet. I don't care. It's still Rebel. He's ready. Okay, we're on airplane mode now. <laughs> Thoughts? Comments? Questions? Oh, Siler. <laughs> Siler, Siler, Siler. God, what a fucking psycho. Don't you just love it, though? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are either Mary Campbell or current occupant. Oh my god, okay, so I've I've uh, been very enthusiastic about this before, but this is the episode written by Mark Veriden, who I feel like just, this episode slaps, dude. It's so fucking good, and I think his Siler is one of my favorite Silers in the show. Mm-hmm. This whole bit at the Campbell house is perfect. It is a delight. He's on his bullshit, but he's catty like he Ugh. likes to be, and you know. yes. He's so quippy, but he's in control, and you just gotta, you got you love to see it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ugh. Wouldn't want to be in Mary and Luke's shoes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> well, not Daniel Simmons either, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, he kind, he came for the king. He got the horn, so. Yes, yeah. So, mm, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. It's part of the job. Mm-hmm. So. He's not two innocent randoms trying to come home. <laughs> God, honestly, though. So back at the crash site, <laughs> mm-hmm. we see Daphne and Ando zip in, and they see soldiers and Claire talking to her father, Noah. And Ando's like, oh gosh, maybe we were too late. What if he's dead? And Daphne's like, listen, you're supposed to kill Hero in the future, so he's probably mm-hmm. not dead. And Ando's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, listen, you stay put. I'm going to go see if I can find anyone. And she... Zips off. Then Anna thinks about it. I'm supposed to kill Aunt, kill him in the future. Hero's still alive. Yay. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. Even though I think that pocket future closed. But we don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Anna's got his sparks now. He does. So. And it's kind of like the whole, like, we keep swirling towards five years gone no matter what. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that. So. Agreed. So... We then go and we see Tracy waiting in some bushes and we see a man down on the ground and another looking around and 
she shakes the bush to get the other's attention. And when he looks to the bush, Peter jumps out and knocks the guy out. (laughs) So they now have two unconscious guards that they start to undress. Because Peter wants to go back and confront Nathan. Tracy's like, I'm not even sure Nathan's here. And if you go back, they'll kill you. You know, they'll kill you. Mm. And she's like, listen, let me do what I do. Why don't we call him instead? Because one of the um, guards had a phone. So Tracy wants to call instead of just Peter charging right in to go fuck Nathan up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You Okay, I know you're like, I didn't like word for word this or anything, but um, I did a lot of this episode because I just, I said, I I love that Verizon writing. Mm -hmm. The dialogue is so good. Um, Their interaction is incredible because not only does Peter officially say, I can't hold on to more than one power. He says the thing. Yes. He gives his little exposition. But also, he's like, if Nathan's here, he's probably sweating bullets and trying not to show it. Like, his ass is on the line. Everybody knows it. Peter knows it. And Tracy being very like, well, I know Nate, too, and not like a brother. You know, (laughs) I know him in a biblical sense. And Peter gives her this look, like, that's not going to help you, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, what fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. uh, I'm just, I'm obsessed with Peter being like, no, I'm going to fucking talk to Nathan. I'm going to give him what for. So yeah. Peter's had enough of his bullshit. Oh, he's up to here. <laughs> yep. He got a danger hug. He fell for a hug again. He's kind of sore about that. He should be, but that was his own stupid ass fault. <laughs> <laughs> True. So back closer to the plane, we see Noah escorting Claire. And he wants to know how she got on the plane. And she's like, I got nabbed by your goon squad. And dad, too, tried to let me go. But I wasn't going to go abandon my friends now, was I? And she's also like, I'm not going to be your excuse anymore for having to do things like this. Mm. And Noah's like, listen, I've made arrangements for your safety. But, you know, these abilities, they have to be controlled. And she's like, I'm one of them. And so is he, speaking of Nathan. Um, and Nathan comes over, because <laughs> he's there, obviously. And <laughs> he's like, you're headed back to Costa Verde now. He's, he's smoothed it over. She's going to go back to Costa Verde. And she's like, what? So I get a pass and everyone I know disappears. Oh, except Senator Skyboy here, because he has everything under control. Ooh, girl. <laughs> And Nathan tries to explain himself, but she, like, shrugs him off, like, immediately. And she's like, I don't even know you anymore, either of you. And so Noah steps away with Nathan now. And he's like, listen, dude, we talked about this when I came on board. I'll take orders, but you have to put a leash on your hunter, a.k.a. Danko. And Nathan's like, don't worry, he's useful until he's not. Oh, you stupid asshole. And because they're in a tent right now, which I forgot to set up the scene, they're in a tent. Nathan was at a desk making a phone call earlier. So Claire's sitting in a chair, and Daphne whooshes into the tent, says hi to Claire, and whooshes out with her. And Nathan is immediately pissed. He's like, I want her found. And Noah's like, remember our arrangement to keep her out of this? And then Nathan is, again, he just, like, snaps. He's like, no, you keep her out of this. Daughter or not, she is running out of favors. Oh, man. And then Noah looks at him like, what would your hunter do if he knew you were one of them too? And he goes off to go uh, figure out where Claire and Daphne went. I'm obsessed with the dynamic between Noah and Nathan this volume. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Nathan? Just, like, completely underestimating Danko like he's some government stooge he can easily deal with. That is not how it's going to go down. Mm-mm. No one knew he was, knows he's bad business. He's probably known since he heard he came on board and was like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. You keep that guy on a leash? Trust me. I'll listen. I have, like, incentive to listen to you. Yep. He does not. No. And that's the thing that keeps bubbling up in this episode. The minute, the minute that Danko finds out you're one of them, it's all over, dude. Mm-hmm. Which and, is, uh, go ahead. No, just everybody who's pissed at you is not being quiet about it. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Claire's like, Senator Skyboy, Flyboy over here. <laughs> yeah. Senator Skyboy. That's such a good insult. <laughs> Senator Skyboy. Also, she's fully wearing her wig now, right? I think. It looks like a wig in this episode. <laughs> Stay tuned be. to Claire Bennett wig watch. <laughs> 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 One of us should probably look that up and figure it out, but oh well. Yeah, but I feel like it's going to be so buried in, like, blogs that don't exist anymore that it'll be hard to find. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, it's like, I can think of a scene where it's fully the wig, Mm -hmm. and that's not till later. But I'm like, but does she have it all volume? I don't know. I'm just getting obsessed. Anyway. Don't know. Anyway. So we go back to uh, the present with Nathan on the phone call, and he's like, my mistake? That I expected my people to ask or act responsibly. No one could have anticipated what happened on that hillside. So it's like, uh, you, you think he's calling someone because of the plane wreck? He's not. It's mostly this, which is really bad. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. This is the disaster that we're, you know, we're privy to having happened. So we go back and we see everyone on the little little hillside. And Ando says hi to Matt and Mohinder. And Daphne brings Claire over. And Daphne immediately zips over to Matt and they hug. Aw. And Hero and Ando reunite. Yay, they're okay. And you hear Nathan go, I imagine some of them had the misguided idea they could stop this whole thing. And we see Danko's men have Daphne in their sight. And she gets shot twice by one of his men. Once they opened fire, they all went out for blood. Claire runs over. She human shields herself. She takes a bunch of bullets. Uh, Matt's turns around and makes the shooter turn on his own men and gun them down. Ooh, this is such a mess. Mm-hmm. And then Danko comes up from behind on the cliff, takes that guy out, goes down the cliffside, and grabs Claire. Oh, fuck. That's so much worse now than, like, the plane going down because they lost, like, what, maybe one or two guards? This is big. This is really not good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an act of actual aggression. <laughs> so Yep. And uh, it's entirely because of their powers. Thanks, Matt. Um, thanks, thanks, everyone. But what, what else were they to do? Dinko's men, out for blood, like Nathan said. So mm-hmm. it goes all pear-shaped. <laughs> yeah once they shot yeah. claire i knew they were out of control yeah then it was fucked because she's clearly like a teenager like yeah mm-hmm. oh boy yep any any other thoughts about that little uh complete clusterfuck <laughs> not really right now no just yeah wow daphne down daphne down dude uh meanwhile in jersey things are much more chill arguably <laughs> um Kinda. Siler has a Siler has a tasty hot beverage and a sweet pear mug, which um, 
I have tried to find a similar mug at thrift stores and Goodwills ever since this fucking episode because I would totally have a pair of mug. Um, someday, someday I will find that white whale. I should look, take a screenshot, and see if I can find it after we record. Do an Etsy Gosh, and eBay search. you might be search. able to now. Yeah. yeah. Add it to my fun mugs I've seen on TV collection. It would just be that and the True Detective mug. <laughs> <laughs> Two mugs is a collection. Yeah. Anyways, um, so... Simmons is not doing well. He's losing consciousness because you know blood loss, shock. You know what? What do you wanna? What do you wanna attribute it to? There's options. And Siler's getting annoyed, and he he leans over, and to get him to stir, he smacks the screwdriver in one of his hands. Oh Jesus God! He is just a sadist in this episode. <laughs> and uh, just this one though. <laughs> and, um, and Simmons tries to lie to him and say that his father's already in custody. And Siler's like, okay, I don't know why you keep doing this. I can tell when you lie. <laughs> like, you're just going to lose more fingers, bud. <laughs> and uh, so Mary's very like, who are you? Why are you doing this? She's like freaking out. And uh, Siler hates moms. It's fucking canon. <laughs> so he, he turns on her and he's like, me? I'm just, you know, I'm a natural disaster, basically. I'm wrong place, wrong time. I could have been a flood or a tornado, you know? It's like, this is nothing about you personally. You just got in the way and you're giving me what I need. And uh, so he's he talks about how he sensed some dysfunction in the Campbell household. Because uh, he was looking through their mail, you know? Single mom, troubled teen son. Dad took off quite some time ago because he saw like an alimony check in the mail. And... He does, like, a little kind of, like, eeny, meeny, mighty mo about who he'll start to hurt first to try to get someone to talk. And uh, he looks like he's going to do Luke, but he doesn't. He goes over and he starts, like, uh, is he, like, choking Mary? Like, Uh, it looks like he's choking her. Like, Darth Vader choking her mm -hmm. with his TK. Um, And he's like, see this, Luke? This is what you wish you could have done years ago. And uh, so he's really egging it on for Simmons. Just like, come on, you know, isn't this your job to protect people like her from monsters like me? And so he's just, you know, strangling her. And uh, Luke's like, you know, you know, he's not going to talk. Like, let let her go. And Siler is just he just keeps on going with his little narrative that he's built for himself in this moment. He's just like, "Ah, mom's a drone. Dad abandoned you. I know deep down you'd like nothing more than to see her blood all over the living room floor. Nice little callback to season one. Mm-hmm. Rip Virginia. Um, Luke struggles while he's choking Mary and frees a hand and he uses an ability. Holy shit. There are no coincidences on this show. <laughs> he uses an ability and it seems to be like a heat thing because the tasty beverage that Siler had in the mug boils up and splashes him right in his face which gets him to stop harming mary and siler's like oh you and i really need to talk and then he does like the loom what do you think they do more on heroes the over the shoulder bennett glasses shot or siler looming because they really like doing both of those shots quite a bit good question i bet that's about even yeah that's kind of what i figured yeah probably the the siler loom more yeah. Well, it's great because it's like uh, his body type's so good for it, too, because he's like broad and tall. Mm-hmm. Like, he just perfectly just whoa, into a frame. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Luke has an ability. You know who kills people with abilities? Rot Row! That guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Rot row. Things take an interesting turn. Yeah. I I do love Siler getting caught monologuing and getting like tea splashed in his face or coffee or whatever. Hot chocolate. <laughs> it's it's my old it's my old thing. Like I I love when Siler's winning. I love even more when he gets smacked down back to earth. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love when he underestimates people. So which he does often. He gets too cocky very often. He thinks like yeah, like we we make the little like you know come for the king joke, but like he fucking thinks he is like he thinks he's unstoppable so mm-hmm. but uh siler i mean like he's just in a bubble of villainy right now how's um god i don't think dinko's really happy about this uh, hillside situation <laughs> nope <laughs> so uh dango brings claire back to the tent and he's like this is all your fault and she's like it's not what are you talking about <laughs> And he's like, listen, I saw your file. You're just like Siler. And she's like, no, I have, no. Stop comparing me to Siler. No, no, no. <laughs> and he spins her around, pulls his gun out, and he's like, one shot to the back of the head. That's all it's going to take. And he is stopped by Nathan and Noah. <laughs> and Noah immediately takes Claire to walk her out. And Nathan tries to talk to Noah, but he's just like, ah! <laughs> not now. <laughs> yep. And he walks Claire out of the tent and we follow them because he's like, listen, Claire, they're going to do whatever it takes. They'll leverage um, Sandra and Lyle against both of us. We have to like cooperate on some level here. And she's like, well, what can we do? And he's like, you can go home and live that normal life that you wanted. Because she has, you know, gone back and forth. Oh, yeah. Especially, I think during, was it the eclipse? She was like, I just want to be normal, (laughs) you know? Yeah, and until until she until she got hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, it didn't seem so appealing. So go home, live that normal life you wanted. And she's like, "But what about Peter? What about the others?" And he's like, "I'll do what I can." And he puts her in the car. And Nathan is in the background watching this sort of take place. And Danko comes on out and over to Nathan. He's like, "So how did you think this was gonna go? Right now, <laughs> you're the president's golden boy." But as soon as this goes south, you can kiss your career goodbye. He's not wrong. And Nathan's like, well, we're all replaceable, some of us more than others. And (laughs) before Danko can respond to that, he gets a phone call from Tracy. And before he leaves, he's like, Danko says to Nathan before he leaves to, to talk on this phone, you're calling the shots for now, but if your affection for these animals costs me more men... And Nathan's like, they're not animals, they're people. Ooh. Let me hear you say it. <laughs> and Danko won't. <laughs> and <laughs> he walks off and Tracy can hear that whole end of the conversation because she's waiting on the line. And Nathan asks her to turn herself in. And she's like, no. And he's like, it's not a negotiation. You don't have anything I want. And she's like, oh, really? I have Peter. <laughs> and the face Nathan makes <laughs> when she says, I have Peter peter oh boy is priceless and he's like okay listening (laughs) (laughs) and she's like i give you peter and then my part in this is done i'm written it's written off i get to go back to my old life back to my apple martinis and overpaid lobbyists and she tells him where to go and she's he says uh no tricks she can trust him, and Tracy hangs up, 
Because she wants him to go there alone. Mm-hmm. So she hangs up. Peter comes up to her and Tracy's like, okay, he's on the way. So they're up to some kind of plan together. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I just... Oh my god. This whole Danko thing. It's like, Nathan, this isn't a guy you're just going to be able to fire and it'll be that. Mm-hmm. He he's he is the rabid dog in this instance. Mm-hmm. And you can't just put a you know, a leash on him and call it good. He's gonna get out because he knows now. And like he's the kind of psycho who would just go after them regardless at this point. You can tell. So He has not had the only experience he's had with him is bagging and tagging, I believe, right now. Because he wasn't a part of the company. I think we get his story later, but like this is just me trying to remember. <laughs> Yeah, we do. We do. Because I know Noah knows him. Mm-hmm. Knows of him. Oh, like boy. you said, he's Noah without the, the heart, without the family. <laughs> yes! And that's very, very scary for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you just, you know it's like game over when he calls them animals. Yeah. And, and uses more of that, like, terrorist rhetoric. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna end well. <laughs> nope. Nathan, Nathan, you fucking... You opened such a Pandora's box, buddy. Probably would have been less hell had you actually just said, hey, there's people with powers! God, right? <laughs> Instead of going... Even yeah. if, like, yet another, like, pocket future Peter just comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop, shoot. <laughs> I thought we've been through this. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Um, future Peter is always right, so... <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. We go back to... Jersey and Luke and Siler. And Siler sets out this action figure because he wants to see it. He wants a demonstration. So Luke sighs, but he does it. And he sets off. Okay, so basically, as he explains it, he has kind of like a, a microwave generating ability. Um, so it just depends on what the matter is that he's using his ability on because it'll have a different reaction. Uh, he says some stuff melts, some stuff burns. Water boils, kind of like a microwave. You should see what happens around pacemakers. And then he smirks. <laughs> and it's like, oh, what's up with this kid, though? What is, <laughs> what is going on with this little shit? And Siler calls him out for lying about what the kid said to get him, you know, to hit him at school. Luke's just like, why do you care? And Siler's like, because you living half a block down from my father. <laughs> if that's a coincidence, then God's improved his sense of humor. And so Luke's like, no, no, I'm, I'm no one. I don't have any friends. He's like, you know, oh, poor me. I shoplift crap I don't need. I sell my riddle into meth heads at school. Ugh. And he's lying about the last <laughs> thing, at least. And Mary's like, like, oh, like, just very taken aback by it. And Sailor's so like, don't worry, hostage of mine. He's lying about the drug thing, at least. Like, that's cool. Like, it's all right, mom. <laughs> like, and, uh, yeah, they do this whole thing. And, and, you know, just like, oh, she hates me, you know. And uh, Mary's like, no, I don't. And Siler's like, I don't even need an ability to know that that's a lie. Because, again, Siler hates moms. So she never could have won in this situation. And while they're having this little moment of distraction with the Luke of it all, Simmons is trying to free himself in the background. You can see him trying to pull his hand free from the uh, chair that he's pinned to because his gun is not that far away. Basically, Siler's having this little like heart to heart moment with this kid with an ability. And he's like, this is what scares them. It's not the power. It's what's in here. And he like points to his head and he's like the will. 
That kid could have been dead because of your ability. The only reason he's alive is because of your kindness, and that scares you. That is so Siler, that fucking line. <laughs> like, the kid still got hit, he still got hurt, and he considers that a kindness because people like him, people like Luke, they could have done worse. They know they could have done worse, and anyone who doesn't get worse done to them should consider themselves grateful. <laughs> That's Siler, mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. So, which we see later on. And uh, he's like, all right, Luke, I want you to tell me about this power and everything you know about the man that lives down the street. But before they can get into it, Simmons is fully getting free. And he gets up quickly out of the chair. Luke sees this, shoves Siler aside, and saves him by melting the ever-loving fuck out of Simmons. He did. Mm-hmm. And Mary is freaking out like what are you doing he was gonna save us you killed him what are you just full on you know and it's like yeah luke what are you doing bud <laughs> like you're saving this guy and that okay okay interesting i mean he did hear like simmons call siler a freak a bunch and i mean i'm sure he had to take that to heart knowing you know that he was like him in a way mm-hmm. so weird little solidarity moment that he had there um yeah, that was that was a choice. So um, they go on an ad break now, and then it comes back, and it's nighttime again. And um, Siler is going to leave the Campbell house after all of this goes down. Luke runs after him, like, hey, take me with you. And Siler's like, I'm not doing that. You just killed the one shot that I had of finding my old man. And Luke very correctly points out he was going to shoot you in the head. And I could have just let him. But I didn't. I saved you. And Siler's like, yeah, and I let you live, which is kind of a big deal for me. Like, you don't you don't even know, bud. You don't <laughs> even know the half of it. And so Luke's getting desperate. He's like, I can tell you more about your father. And Siler's just like, I'm not looking to go on a fucking another road trip, man. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the duo thing. And, uh... Lucas just like, no, you're the only one who understands what it's like, and I know where he is. And he doesn't set off his lie detector, so Siler's like, well, you're not lying, so at least you think you know. Yeah, so Luke's like, I know why you're looking for him. And Siler's like, well, okay, fine, tell me. And he's like, because you're, try- you're just like me, trying to figure out why you are the way you are, and in this whole hellish world, your dad might be the only answer. And Siler's just like, oh, god damn it. Like, that was a good answer. <laughs> like, he's like, does your mother have a car? And Luke has this great moment where he just already has the keys in his hand and he flings them, you know, to, like, hang them off his finger. And he's like, not anymore. Siler made a friend. <laughs> I mean, Luke made a friend? Somebody made a friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so this really odd couple is uh is a thing now they they are a duo uh luke is gonna help this man who uh probably would have killed him (laughs) like it's just it's uh it's interesting it's an interesting dynamic and uh yeah it's it's fun i think for siler to have to deal with someone who as he pretty correctly says even though siler lives to project because he's such a narcissist um they seem to have similarities, so. They do. Maybe maybe they'll get on. Ugh, all right. But, um, like, Peter can't resist a hug. Siler ultimately can't resist a road trip. 
he can't resist a ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With Mohinder, with Maya and Alejandro. Uh, yes. And now with Luke. Poor Quinto has had to shoot so many scenes in cars <laughs> during this show. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this will be fun. Um, Siler has a, a fanboy. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of, but kind of not. He's not familiar with his, his history. No, he's not. But, I mean, he saw that he's violent mm-hmm. <laughs> and psycho and uh but also strangely empathetic to him um yeah so it's definitely an interesting dynamic that's being set up here for sure new dad new dad <laughs> new new older brother there there is absolutely a thing on the heroes wiki for luke campbell saying are siler and luke brothers and i'm like no but now i wish they were so, <laughs> it's like the God, do you remember back in the day people were obsessed with what Grey and Sons meant? Like mm-hmm. he had a brother somewhere? Jesus fuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. Golly. But see, this is fun for him because he gets to go on a road trip with somebody who knows what he is from the start. Yeah. That was not the case with Mohinder, Maya, Alejandro. It's to be up front. Yes, it's going to be different. I can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> Oh, man. Shall we get into what happens with Tracy and Peter and Nathan? Hell yeah. It's so funny that Tracy gave Peter shit for the whole, like, stripping the guards to disguise himself as a guard thing. Like, what? Did you see that in a movie? Did you see this little thing he tried to do in a movie, Tracy? Because it's going to end about the same way. <laughs> True. <laughs> Trying to expect someone like Nathan not to show up with anybody. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, it seems to be on the up and up. Um, Tracy and Peter are waiting together as Nathan shows up and Peter's like, just get close to him and use your powers. And she's like, I'm not going to kill him. <laughs> and he's like, no, just... I love how in his mind he's like, sure, just disable him. <laughs> like, I kind of want to kill him right now if I'm honest. So Tracy's like, oh, I don't know about that, but whatever. I mean, like, I'll try. Peter is just like, we get him. We use him as leverage. He's not my brother anymore. And he's not your boyfriend. Oh, boy. <laughs> Peter's gone, like, full on, full on, you can go fuck yourself, Nathan. Like, oh, Jesus, when the brothers fight. Does he not deserve so, it, though? <laughs> he absolutely deserves it. I'm not saying he doesn't. So Tracy walks forward and, um, you know, they, they have their little, like, tense conversation. She's got her hand behind her back and she's icing it up a little bit. You know, you must know I assumed this was a trap, but hey, I came came anyway. And Nathan being like, I'm not the devil you think I am. And, you know, he, he says that you and I, we think alike line, which is what she fucking said. And it's like, oh, you guys are just trying to play like 40 chess with each other. <laughs> but one of you has so much more leverage, um, namely backup. And so Nathan's like, you got Peter? Is he back there? You gotta know, like, he's unpredictable. He has it in his head. He's gonna save the world. And he's not. You know, he's 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 not who you, you know, put your lot with in this. And Peter comes forward. He's like, what are you, what are you saying to her, Nate? You know, like, what are you saying to her, Nathan? That I'm unstable, that I'm crazed, as he's a gun. Um, <laughs> and so um, we see that he fully has backup. And they're waiting. And it's like, I got Peter. You take the girl. And they've got rifles. And they realize now that there's men and Tracy's like, you know, you, you said you were alone and there's lots of backup and it gets into a bit of a kerfuffle real fast because Tracy, you know, doesn't do anything. She de-ices 
and Peter moves forward and grabs Nathan. And I love the line, how many times are we going to do this? And the response of as many times as it takes (laughs) is so perfect. Oh my God, it completely encapsulates them as characters right now. And so Peter is full on holding Nathan like at gunpoint. And they're like, take the shot, take the shot, like take the damn shot. And uh, Noah hesitates because he's the one who has his sights on Peter. And Peter is able to obviously get Nathan's ability, you know, because he grabbed him and he flies off. Tracy gets grabbed and Nathan talks to Noah. He's like, I saw it. You had Peter cold. And Noah's like, yes, I did. And Nathan thanks him for not taking the shot. Oh, mm-hmm. God damn. Because, <laughs> yeah, it was Noah so and Tracy, Danko who yeah. had the the, yep. the fires yep. lined up. And... Yeah, if it had been the other way, Danko, we'd have a dead Peter. Mm-hmm. So, because he kept yeah. saying, "I don't have the shot," and Danko's like, "Take the shot." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Yes, you do." Like, yeah, <laughs> I uh-huh. don't. <laughs> yep. Danko realizing that he can't trust Noah either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, too much sympathy for these animals. Yep. So, yeah, uh, Tracy's fucked. <laughs> She really made a big mistake. Uh, she should have just... Should have just left. Should have just joined the team. Should have just iced him. Should have just iced him, for but real. But she was like, you know, we are... That's right, Nathan. We are alike. Let me just de-ice my hand while I consider you, your uh-huh. offer of letting me go back to what I yep. wanted. Yup. Peter's like, no! <laughs> it's like, it, it, it fully... It does not matter if you have an ability. You're someone who can, like, ruin Nathan at this point. You're going down. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole thing about, like, what annoys me about Mohinder saying, like, here, I'll just go to the cops. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like... Well, from the... It's about that. From the episode before, his whole agree to disagree. Clearly, he's not... I know. He's fully not, on the right page he needs to be on right now. He's on the wrong side of history, and <laughs> he's gonna pay for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah. So... What, let's, let's close things off. Yeah. What, what, what's up? So... We're not quite closed off yet, but we're getting there. No, but I mean, like, you finish us. So, like, uh, <laughs> you actually do. I do? Mm-hmm. I do! Okay, <laughs> never mind. What's Nathan say on his never-ending phone yes, call? Yes, so Nathan, he's still on the phone, and he's like, you know I didn't want any of this. Peter's loose, Parkman, the next move is theirs. Because they both lost blood on both sides. Ugh, yep. And we see Matt and Mohinder waiting. A truck pulls up to this location, dropping Hero and Ando off, and Hero's like, I'll send money for gas. <laughs> Some <laughs> rando dropping Hero and Ando off. Uh, Adorable. Yeah. Peter drops in from the sky because flying. And he's like, all right, everyone, get rid of your phones. If we could find each other with them, so can they. And they're like, well, we probably got 15 minutes. So they lay out the drawings that Matt did. And Mohinder shows them to Peter. And Hero takes a better look at them and he's like, India. Maybe going to India will help me regain my powers. And Mohinder points to the uh, drawing of the trunk with the guns. And um, he's like, maybe this is how we can get uh, justice. You know, how we can pay him back. He doesn't say payback. He more says justice. And... Yeah, Matt Matt wants them to pay. Yes, because Matt is yeah. mad. He doesn't want justice. He wants them to pay for Daphne. 
And Mohinder's like, no, that's not us. That's not you, Matt. Because Matt is pissed off right now. Yes. Very upset. And Peter's like, listen, our lives as we knew are over now. We can't go back to anything we knew or they will have us. Credit cards, bank accounts, gone. We have to defend ourselves. Leave it all behind. And as they're talking about leaving it all behind, we get to see this little this little um, station wagon driving down the road. And it's Luke and Siler. You know, they're just, they're on the move. A little, a little uneasy, but, you know, they're going to try mm-hmm. it. <laughs> in, in a station wagon very similar to the one that uh, Daniel Bird ends up in in the um, Utopia remake. Oh, God, it is, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's the wood-sided uh, station wagon. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So we'll go back. I hope he gets another good gig soon. Yes, because, yeah, canceled. Wasn't his fault. It was not great. Mm-hmm. He's so good in things. Like, oh, my God, he was the reason I started watching Cougar Town after, you know, he was on Heroes. It And that show's fucking amazing. Yes. But, yeah, he was the reason. So It really must have, like, really underperformed because like you don't see that too often for uh streaming exclusive oh, with shows. utopia yeah well i think it like underperformed and then also like it it, it had like the, the like triple death nail of underperformance um not great critical takes not great fan takes that's that'll that's what'll do it so. mm-hmm. terrible timing as well for uh the four terrible timing as well (laughs) yes nobody wants to watch pandemic entertainment right now Mm -hmm. and fairly so Mm -hmm. but yeah i was just so excited for him to be on a show and i'm just like oh get another gig you're so good in things i'm sure he will anyway yeah so we go back to costa verde for the first time in a while oh wow and claire is back home she's in her room sitting on her bed and who shows up but sandra she comes in, oh, you've been quiet since you came back. And she thinks that Claire has been off visiting colleges this whole time. She's like, you must have been seeing all the sorority stuff, man, just overwhelmed with everything, etc. What do you think your next move is going to be? And Claire's like, you know, I'm thinking about staying home for now and getting a part-time job. And Sandra's like, oh my god, I'd love that. I've missed you so much. It's been so <laughs> quiet since you've been gone. And she leaves the room. Claire gets a text message. There is still hope. You can fight back. Signed, Rebel. Oh. And she says, who is this? And they respond, a friend who hates them as much as you do. And she texts back that, I'm scared. And they respond, me too. Can't give up. Be ready. So. Interesting. A new player arrives on the scene. Oh, who is Rebel? There was so much like who is Rebel mm-hmm. advertisement and such. Yeah, and we will find out. We will find out. Um, you know, it was fun to see people's theories about it, though. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into that when we hear more from them. Yes, I'll have to look up for sure who some of the theories were because I don't remember. I think Siler was one of the fucking candidates. I think you're right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Claude, because people were just obsessed and wanted Claude back. True. Um, possibly the person who it really is. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. I'll dig around a little, see if we can see anything, so. Cool. And I think there was some comic tie-in with him as well. Oh, I'm, like, fairly certain. Yeah, so. Get ready for more Rebel in this, um, season. 
Yeah, he becomes a major player, and he becomes... He he does something that leads to, um, ultimately, a major character death. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. A real one. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. One that sticks. Something they always complained about, that they never stick, and then one sticks, and then everyone's mad. <laughs> <laughs> if that ain't... The truth. <laughs> Genre television in a nutshell mm-hmm, right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, not that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, do you want to bring us home now, Keisha? Oh, yeah. Country roads take me home. Um, so, once again, Nate's on the phone. And he says, Claire's home and safe, but we both know Peter. Sooner or later, he's going to come to you. And it's revealed, surprising probably no one, that Nathan was talking to his mommy. And I fucking love Angela. Like, we're nothing but a bunch of Angela Petrelli stands on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I love how she's like, you suddenly see how this could all end badly for you and you're looking for reassurance or absolution. But you pushed me aside and went to the president and you thought your team could handle this. Like, "Mm, this is is your bed, lay in it, Nathan, kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Like, don't go looking to me. And she's in her bed, and she's got folders everywhere. And one very clear folder that is out is one for Emil Danko. Ooh, interesting. And uh, a guy comes in. He's like, they're ready for you, sir. And so he gets off the phone. And Nathan goes out of the building into a trailer that's outside. And Tracy's bound in there. And they have their whole little, like, back and forth. And, you know, he's just like... I've just come to realize that it doesn't matter. You know, good people, they can't handle it. This is going to lead to disaster. And and she's just like, this isn't about, you know, anything but you. This is about your ambition. It's all you are, Nathan. And Nathan's just like, try not to fight it. It'll be easier. Oh, this cocksucker. I hate him so much. Um, Just, oh. And so Tracy, good for her, is just like, you're one of us, Nathan. And she's screaming it as they, they redrug her and black bag her again. And he's leaving the trailer and uh, to be continued. Mm-hmm. Important to note that this whole scene kind of cuts back from regular camera angle to realizing they're being recorded or it's being yeah. on camera. When she's screaming, you're one of us, they fully show a CCTV feed. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's going to come back and bite Senator Skyboy in the ass. I dare say it might. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah another another slapping episode it slaps mm-hmm. uh yeah we were talking about this earlier after i watched it i was like this first like two or three episodes they fucking hit it man mm-hmm. i like that they had the to be continued this episode it didn't just go to black to be continued it would like showed up as nathan walked away yeah like walking away like in this like dark hallway so mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. i love how much they're they're playing with the form you know mm-hmm. like yeah, they're having the TBC pop up like that, or they're not doing a previously, or they're just doing, like, these cold opens. Like, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. They're definitely having fun experimenting with uh, with fugitives in terms of how they're shooting it, how they're writing it, how they're presenting it. So. Mm-hmm. It's a big undertaking. Yeah, it's a good time. Nathan's gonna pay. <laughs> Damn all better. <laughs> I, think, I think we all know he will. <laughs> just maybe not in the way everyone thought. Mm-hmm. This is true. Because, I mean, you know... These, these chickens got to come home to roost and 
you're not going to like it when one does. <laughs> so yeah, if you've got both Angela and Noah being like, you gotta keep this Danko dude under control. Right. Maybe you should listen to them, Nathan. <laughs> Maybe he was the wrong person to get involved with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Because, yeah, we... I think this is kind of like um, the first little bit of this volume is very memorable because we probably watched the first bit a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's, like, parts in the middle, like like the hero thing we were talking about, where it's like, oh, I fully did not remember that. But that's a cool little, like, one and done. So... It's like you remember big notes, but then you're like, where did they go in the middle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, socials? Let's get into the socials. Snap, snap. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Eclipsed Podcast. If you would like to follow our personal accounts, I am at that burb there, burb with a B, like building two six. You remembered. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And Keisha is Lady underscore Snark, S-N-A-R-K. Keisha, what have you been tweeting about? God, have I even tweeted anything? Because we, we, we actually are recording pretty well. Like, we just rec- did this, what, like, Monday? Mm-hmm. Like, we, we, yeah, so, um, probably nothing. Uh, no. I've just become that person that just likes everything. <laughs> yes. No. Mm-hmm. Agreed. No. I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm watching iZombie. Yeah. That's what I would be tweeting about. So, yeah. It's getting pretty good. The special guest star of our hearts. <laughs> our hearts, our minds. <laughs> yeah. We love uh, them. What else? Oh, if you'd like to send us an email, <laughs> we are eclipsepod at gmail.com. The best way to get a hold of us, however, is the Discord. The link will be in the show notes. Come on over discuss episode pie discuss the pie yeah i was gonna like discuss the pie what are your pie thoughts i will i'll post a screen cap (laughs) i'll post a fucking gif like what pie is this because i think there's a better shot of it so there might be i just was like clicks through the episode Mm -hmm. like there's the pie all right (laughs) oh that fucking pie amazing amazing yeah so Thanks for listening. If you would like to leave us a like and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast, that would be super awesome. Be swell. It would be just swell. But until then, we will see you next time. Bye bye. Goodbye. Next time on Eclipsed, Nathan turns the heat up on Tracy. Claire gets a part time job where she meets the next in her long line of himbos. Siler gets to dine, dash, and kick some government ass. A hero gets invited to a wedding? Oh, and Noah Bennett learns all about karma. Tune in.